What is up? What is up, guys? It's your boy Alaskalusi coming at you guys another podcast reporting live from the Philippines. I will tell you guys many different things, man. I've had a crazy, crazy, crazy couple days. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, man. I used to be, you know, this has uh, been a long time commitment of mine, or a long term relationship of mine uh, for these six months. And I got to tell you what, man. Uh, the way the dating dynamics are today, the the fact that I've gotten out of this six month relationship, uh, you know, I've been overseas for almost four years, and I'll tell you something, you know, I will tell you this, I will uh, never commit ever again. Um, one thing I've noticed after getting out of this six month relationship, for many personal reasons, I won't get into it in this podcast. This is not what this podcast is about. It's about other things. So in terms of eugenics, I told you guys I'll bring the facts. Since people clearly want to leave some type of stupid q and if you're leaving stuff in the q a note that i've already turned off the section the section has since been removed i don't know if spotify did that or i was able to do that but basically i cannot see any more of your comments your questions nothing so the podcast will be posted as scheduled i will do more of these now um, but this podcast is about eugenics uh, i will break down uh the fact that people were colored from my ancestral tree and many in the United States. Because note that these people immigrated from Europe to the United States, these men of color, right? These families. So there are many articles and clippings in Ireland, Scotland, and in the UK. So you guys are in for a fucking treat, this podcast. I tell you what, some of you people ain't gonna like this shit, especially if you're of a lighter complexion. No offense to those people, but some of the ones I've had conversations with are in a lot of denial. Um, other communities as well. A lot of denial, and I appreciate this channel. Shouts out to Straight Up. I am not taking any of his credit. All of the credit goes to him. He has covered the history of eugenics. He does great research. He's next to Dane Calloway. I think both of them are phenomenal researchers, and they're exposing the truth about our community, the lies that the, the you know the, these uh, these white elites, because they're definitely they're, they're of white complexion. There are people who are men of color who are under the narrative to push the narrative that you know we come off a boat. These stupid uh, different ideologies. But who do you think they report to? You think they report to themselves? No, they report to white elites. It's the way it is. Who do you think did genetic? Oh, wait till I cover the eugenics of who is behind all of that. Straight up covers this in his documentary. I'm shocked that every single person that was on that list was of white complexion. There wasn't one person that was of darker complexion. Not one. Anybody who followed later on, that is because they put them in that power. And they didn't even say it in a documentary. With receipts. So I'm going to show you the videos. I'm going to play them. I'm going to break them down so you guys understand the history. You can check the links. He breaks them down in the video. So you'll hear it in a podcast. So if you want to go search for it, find your own documentation on this eugenic stuff, then you'll understand. But unfortunately, I'm not saying I'm not blaming white people today. But I would say white people do play a role in why our history is so fucking, it's so twisted, right? Why it's, it's not properly told. Uh, Asia is another issue as well. I will be doing another podcast on the uh, on the fact that Asia was all darker skin. I will also be doing another straight up. I will be putting this on this podcast. I will play the video. I won't really say much because you guys need to hear some of the things he says in this podcast, right? Because he explains it in a couple times. So you'll understand. You can check out these videos as well. Like I said, just start with the first video. Uh, look up eugenics, uh, the history of eugenics uh, straight up. Look it up, and you'll find his video right there. You'll find his whole channel. He does great research. I stand by it. I, I honestly am very impressed with the fact that he leaves very, a lot of proof 
not just talking out of his ass, because a lot of us like doing that, right? We only say what we really think in our mind, critically think, which is okay. But sometimes you have to provide proof, man. You can't just talk from thin air with no proof. I mean, people won't believe it. I mean, people may consider it. Like, yeah, it's a theory. It's a possibility. But it's like you need to have physical proof, man. This is how. I, this is why I like these researchers. They're coming out with proof, and they're, and they're debunking this eugenics narrative. They're debunking uh, 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 the, the, these white elites in the past. Not today, really, but in the past. Who pushed this fucking narrative? Who destroyed our community and their history? Their history took the land. Said we only came from one place. When that's bullshit. But I'm about to break it down today. So get ready to go ahead and check that out. Like I said before, I will. I don't plan on committing, man. I just won't commit ever again. I've noticed another thing as well. Uh, David's bridal. Uh, if you guys are familiar with that, I remember. Uh, I think my parents uh, facilitated that uh, bridal uh, shop or whatever for when they got married many years ago. You know, this was back in '94. So. At that time, this was something that they did. You know, they're 49 now. And it recently went bankrupt. You know why it went bankrupt? Because nobody's getting married. So it's funny. I got out of a six-month relationship recently. And no one's men are not married no more. Men are not dating anymore. That's what I've noticed around me. Uh, even here in the Philippines, it's the same behavior. They are committing. They're, they're kind of keeping a rotation, which is not good. But I'll get into that in another podcast because women have been doing some really twisted stuff in these times. And this is why men are going MGTOW, Red Pill. I'm not getting into that stuff right now. I Stay tuned for that treat. I will be getting into that podcast as well. I will be playing videos as well. I, I'm going to try to provide as much information as possible moving forward. I will try not to just give my critical thoughts because I think that's not enough. I think sometimes you have to show the receipts for people to just shut the fuck up once in a while and just take it as it is, right? Accept the red pill or the black pill for what it is, right? This is the world we live in and you need to accept it. Or if these are the deceptions we live with. And you need to accept that you were lied to. Everybody got lied to, me included. Asian community got lied to, all of Asia, by the way, because the video shocked me. Uh, most of the United States lied to as well. Hispanic communities lied to as well. He's actually getting into projects on that as well. So there's many things going on right now, man. There's a lot of moving parts of deception in this world in terms of racial communities. It's not just us. It's many different races of people who got fucked in their history. So just understand this, man. So let's go ahead and get into this video. I absolutely love this video. And uh, again, I, I appreciate the continued views. I appreciate the continued plays. I'm surprised I got a couple of dozen plays from the last podcast. You know, I thought white people and, you know, white worship Philippines. I thought that'd be like a pretty low viewed freaking uh, podcast. But people seem to enjoy it to keep playing it. I don't know why. I mean, if you guys want to hear more of that, let me know. But let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to go ahead and play this video. I'm very excited. Uh, this is the first time we're talking about eugenics here, man. We're going to go ahead and talk about these dark-skinned Europeans. Obviously, it's a.k.a. Uh, men of color who are from Ireland, Scotland, and England. Let's go ahead and get into it. If you are new to my channel, please click the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the videos that I post in the future. Also, realize that my videos build on each other, so I highly recommend that you check out my previous videos. I'll leave a link to my channel in the area below. Alright, so as you can see, the name of this video is Dark Skinned Europeans, aka Black Men. Okay, so let's get into it. As the video title suggests, I'm going to be showing you some irrefutable evidence that black and brown men were native to Europe. In past videos, 
I've shown you many individuals native to Europe that have had all of the complexions associated with the term swarthy or dark complexion. Those complexions encompass the colors seguine, tawny, ruddy, light brown, brown, olive, dark brown, and black. All right, so as a side note, we all know someone that may look like the color black to the naked eye, but in actuality, they are just very dark brown. All right, so moving on. And I want to go ahead and classify that for you guys before I continue playing this. You need to understand that there is no individual on this earth, especially of darker complexion, that is the term black. Black used to be a word in the United States for our grandparents' time. Those were fucking fighting words. You used to never use those types of words around us, ever. Those were fighting words to our grandparents. That's why they're like, why the hell are you taking this terminology from any other race of people? Why? That's an insult. That means of no origin. Do you not understand this? So when you talk to a man of color, you better use some different terms. Especially if they start coming across this content. Because a lot of men of color are coming across these types of videos now. And they're checking a lot of people in the way they talk to them now. So you better be careful. So let's go ahead and keep it moving. We're going to go ahead and keep letting this play and you enjoy this. Sometimes the word sandy will be used to describe someone's complexion. In my opinion, it would also fall under the term swarthy because let's be real. If you have any melanin beyond the complexions of florid, pale, fair, or fresh, you are someone that comes from a parent with some amount of visible melanin. As I do in all my videos, I will comment on the word complexion. This word is key to understanding what a person's skin looks like. According to Webster's 1828 dictionary, complexion means the color... Okay, you guys are aware of this. I want to just go ahead and get into the news clippings so we can keep going here. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. I'm just going to scrub a little bit, and we're going to go ahead and jump into it, man, because you guys are going to really enjoy this. On all of us, I would dare to say worldwide. Anyway, let's take a look at my first piece of evidence. And it comes from the Dublin Gazette newspaper dated November 19th in the year 1706 from page two. Also, I'd like to mention that all of the articles I'll be referencing come from newspaperarchive.com and that's an online resource that contains historical newspapers from around the world dating back to the late 1600s. All right, so what I'm going to do is read the article and then I will go through and touch on the, uh, the points that I think are important. And, you know, as I do in uh, most of my videos, I'm going to go ahead and apologize ahead of time for any mispronunciation of any words or names. All right, so this little article goes on to read, Deserted out of Lieutenant Colonel Wallace's company, belonging to Sir Roger Bradside's regiment, one Duncan McCullum, about six foot high, with a brownish coat and white stockings, speaks no English, and Neil White, a little black man with short hair, about five foot six inches high, speak but little English, both Scotch men. All right, so I'm gonna stop right there because I've reached the point that I thought was important for me to highlight. Okay, so the obvious point here is that all of these men have deserted their uh, military regiment. I'd really like you to pay attention to where these men were born. And not only that, understand they are recruited or pressed into service as soldiers from the larger population. As in most countries, generally the military tends to be a microcosm or sample of the larger society. As I mentioned in my video regarding European names, 
These people's names are not AKA white names given to them by slave masters. In my research, that only occurred when Aboriginal Americans were given or gave themselves European names via Christianization. Mm -hmm. All right, so back to the article. You can see that uh, Neil White is a little black man with short hair, about five, six, and he speaks but little English. And it says both are Scotch men. Both he and Duncan McCullum are Scotch men, meaning they were from Scotland. And that's the first one right there. You know, I'm going to continue to let this play, but I want to chime in a little bit. I told you guys this, man. All of this deception, all of this freaking eugenics bullshit, this fact that they peddled us to come off these goddamn ships, you know? And you got fucking shit like this, man. Articles just right there, back in the 1600s, 1700s, 1800s. Black men all over the freaking place. These, note, these were two Scotch, uh, Scotland. They were both from, these were two Scotsmen. They both were from Scotland. Not from a boat, not unusual, not someone, an immigrant, born in Scotland. Raised in Scotland, doesn't even speak English. That means he speaks the nat the freaking native language of Scotland. How the hell is that possible? Exactly. A lot of fucking whitewashed history. This is why I'm putting out these videos to debunk these elites. Because this shit needs to stop, man, for our people, man. The truth needs to be exposed. That we were all over the world at one point. And there's some of us still all over the world at one point that will have our ancestry in those particular countries. So yeah, man, it's time to keep it going. Let's go. All right, so we're going to move on to my next piece of evidence, and that comes from the London Post, dated May 26th from the year 1702, and that comes from page two. And as you can see from the article I have there on the screen, it goes on to read, Deserted out of Captain S. Downs Company in the Honorable Colonel Henry Holt's Regiment of Marines, THO period, now that's the abbreviation for Thomas, so it goes on to say, Thomas Cook, a dark brown man, well set, wears his own hair, a tinker by trade. Born in Waddleton in Oxfordshire, about 26 years of age, wears a copper colored coat. Richard Hanton, a very black man, thin faced, black hair, born in Norton in Hampshire, about five foot seven inches high, wears a dark colored coat, about 25 years of age. J-O, which is probably an abbreviation for Joe or John. Chesman, a black, lusty man, smooth-faced, black hair, wears commonly a light-colored coat with a broad belt. 32 years old, born in Abinger in Surrey. They went away from Salisbury the 20th instant, having everyone a wife with him. Will Finch, a well-set man, about five foot six inches high, of a dark complexion, black curled hair, about 25 years of age, born in London, and used to work about St. Giles in the fields. J.O. Brody, again, it's probably, J.O. is probably abbreviation for Joe or John, of a brown complexion, pock frecken, middle stature, a Scotch man, speaks broad, carries knives, scissors, and combs, full mouth, wears sometimes a brown wig. Whoever secures them, or any of them, shall receive two Guinness reward for every one of them, from Lieutenant Richards at the Marine Coffee House in Piccadilly, or from the commanding officer of the said company in Salisbury. 
All right, so you can see here that there are quite a few men of color in this article. And again, they are all uh, deserters from the military. And in this case, from a regiment of British Marines. We can see the first soldier there, uh, Thomas Cook. He was a dark brown man. So his uh, complexion is pretty self-explanatory. He's also listed there as a tinker by trade, born in the town of Waddleton in the uh, county of Oxfordshire. So after him is Richard Hanton. And of course, it says he's a very black man, so no ambiguity there. And he was born in the town of Norton in the county of Hampshire. So after him, we have J.O. Chesman, uh, a black lusty man. And uh, just to define the term lusty, it means uh, basically strong and energetic. And that I'm getting that from the vocabulary.com website. And he was born in Avenger in the county of Surrey. All right, so the next uh, soldier is Will Finch. And he is listed with having a dark complexion with black curled hair. And he was born in London. All right, um, then after him is uh, J.O. Brody, and he's a, of a brown complexion. And he is a Scotchman, and as we said before, that means he's from Scotland. And it also says that he speaks the Broad, and that means he's got a very heavy Scottish accent, or a country Scottish accent. All right, so that is the last soldier in this article that I wanted to cover. And uh, of course, these are all men of color, AKA black men. And of course, uh, obviously there are two in that article that actually say they're black men, but the other ones that uh, list the men as uh, having a dark complexion, a brown complexion, okay, now we can actually realize that there are black men in these countries at these times. So let's stop all the denials, all right? So there you go. And that's what I'm trying to tell you guys, man, is uh, you need to understand that there is a lot of lies you guys have been getting peddled for a very long time. I actually had a conversation um, at the barbershop I went to. This was uh, the usual barbershop I go to. I get my hair cut. Um, and it was ironic because I got my finished getting my hair cut. We were talking about genealogy. I don't know how we got into the subject. But I told him, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I've done my genealogy. Uh, you know, my parents, I'm not 100% sure. I don't think they did good genealogy research. I ended up going through it again. And it shot over to Europe after. And I did it two times. So I went back through the tree and redid it. And it went back to Europe every time. So my genealogy goes back as far as Ireland and the United Kingdom. So that's where my roots start, you know. So this just, again, proves the narrative that these freaking people are lying through their teeth. The, the education system, world history. The politicians in these other countries, Ireland, UK as well, them people say anytime it's a man of color in Ireland or the UK, they say they're fucking immigrants. Not every motherfucker that has a darker complexion is a fucking immigrant. Some of them people have been there since even before this time. My tree goes back to the 15, mid, early to mid 1500s. Note this. And the only reason why I was able to find them is because they weren't indentured servants. Because there's a difference between indentured servants and then some chains and shackles, the same stupid shit they're peddling on television. Indigenous servant means you sign a freaking contract. You will uphold that contract. You still do it today, right? That's what an indentured servant is. Don't believe me? Go watch Dane Calloway. Does a great breakdown to this stuff. Phenomenal work. So at the end of the day, that would mean that my uh, family tree, these are a free people. 
Because remember, if you're an indentured servant, you're under a contract. If you're a free person, most likely you own a bakery. Some of these people in this video as well own bakeries. Uh, were schoolmasters, very intelligent people, made good money. Some of these people, not, a lot of them on this list weren't even indentured servants. They had their own business. So how were they slaves at any time or immigrants when they had their own business, spoke the language, were born local in these European countries? And then way before that, he does a great breakdown of the dark complexion of these people who, who were indigenous to Ireland and the UK that had battled against the white settlers. Isn't that ironic? He does a great breakdown. You need to check out his channel. He does some phenomenal work. He shows many different books, uh, articles, many different things to, to back his research. This is the problem. Once the research is out there and you compile it, there's no one, anybody can speak whatever bullshit they want, but the truth is there. You can say whatever you want. Guess what? I know my genealogy now. That's why when someone says that, I just laugh in their face. I'm like, bro, I know my history. You don't even know your own history, bro. You just listen to what... Not even a white man these days. You just listen to what the elites tell you. The elites tell you that's your history, so you believe it. It's that simple. You're, you're gullible if that's what you do. You better be doing your goddamn research. That's why I said it's about paper trail. It has nothing to do with DNA. I never said that one time. Paper trail. Where's the deception in paper trail? Bro, that is your paperwork. So when you're born on this earth and they put your birth certificate and then your death certificate when you die, that's fake shit? Okay, then. So clearly we don't exist then. That's where people get it twisted with genealogy. They're thinking that it's an agenda. How is it an agenda? That is you, bro. That is you. How is it an agenda? What would they gain by hiding some of the... What would they gain by manipulating those documents? Nothing. They would gain more by manipulating the history of your people than to manipulate every single document. That would make no fucking sense. That's why I say some people hit it on the nail with agendas, but some people are just retarded, man. Some people just... They don't really get the, the deeper context of this, man. This is why this stuff is coming out right now. All of these uh, things about men of color to find out these truths that these people of darker complexion have been around on many parts of the earth for a very long time. And that these people were destroyed through eugenics, mixing of lighter skin, whitewashing products. You know, in less than 100 years that uh, China went from dark skinned people to super white in less than 100 years. Did you know that in the occupation of Japan? World War II, when they occupied China, did you know they were of darker complexion? Go watch the video by Straight Up. I was fucking shocked. This video came out a year ago. Many pictures, artifacts. The Chinese dynasties have been darker skinned for a very, I'm talking about darker than me. That is some insane shit. I never could believe that's the way they used to be. I used to think they were always white skinned or something. You know, that's just the way history taught us. Again, deceptions. So I will break this down in the next video. But at the end of the day, you know, this is the truth, man. That's why I don't really listen to other people because this is why I tell you, stop listening to the person on the left and right of you. Do your own research. I'm grateful that I did my own research because that's what brought me on this path to finding out my own genealogy. I didn't listen to Matt. I didn't listen. I ain't even going to say his name. I ain't listened to him. I ain't listened to some other truthers. I listened to me and the direction I need to go. That's how I found out my history. Ask any of those truthers if they've done any genealogy research. Not one. So how the hell do they even know where they come from? They don't. We're not talking about the beginning of time. We can't. No one's going to know where we come from. It's all theory, speculation. Let's focus on where we're at right now on this earth. And let's focus on where our origins are. Of individual origins. Not where we all come from. That is an explanation that we can never figure out. No matter how many times you say it. Unless there's physical proof. Which they've destroyed. Because you know they destroy all this stuff. I'll break that down in a new eugenics video I'll do. On the podcast. 
because the eugenic video proves where they were burning books multiple times. So all the history that you would know of all this stuff is already destroyed. You're not going to find it. It's that simple. That's what the elites do. They destroy history so you don't understand what truly happened. That's exactly what they do. Some of the things are left over. That's because they made mistakes here and there. They can't cover everything. That's just how they were in the beginning. So that's the way it is. But, uh, you know, getting back to the topic before we play this video, I want to go ahead and cover that. So I was at the barbershop and, you know, conversating about genealogy. I talked about my family from Ireland and UK uh, immigrating over in 1699. So 1700, that's not that long ago that they immigrated to the United States. That's not that long ago when you really think about it. It's only 20 freaking 23, dude. That is not a long time. For how long old the earth is, that's not long if you really think about it. So that's what I'm saying, man. It's some it's some crazy stuff. So, you know, I was talking to him about that stuff. And the first thing he told me, which was, it, it made me sad. The first thing he told me was, I, I even about to ask him, do you even know your genealogy? Like, do you even know where your family origins is? Do you even know if your family's even from this country? Like, what, what if your family doesn't even span from this country? What if they immigrated here from another country? Like, what if they immigrated from Spain? Or what if they immigrated from China? Because every individual is different, man. You don't really know where anybody immigrates. Looks cannot define a person's genealogy. Especially now that we found out through historians and researchers like this that the earth was of darker complexion less than 100 years ago. Most of the earth was. So at the end of the day, that tells you complexion means nothing in genealogy. This is what eugenics does to races of people right here. It makes you see a face and that's what you believe is genealogy. It's not fucking genealogy. Paperwork is genealogy. I don't give a shit what nobody says. Paperwork is genealogy. Let me ask any person in the city right now. Do you know your genealogy? Do you know your history? No, they don't. Nine times out of ten, they're going to say they don't know. They don't even have one family tree in their house to identify what their genealogy is. And I'm not talking about DNA. That's bullshit. I'm talking about papers. I'm talking about going to the libraries, the, the city hall, finding everything you need to find on your family. They ain't going to do it. Either they're not going to do it or they're scared to do it because they don't want to know. Because I'll be right. I'll prove them wrong. That's exactly what it is. That's why I did my genealogy. Because I wanted to know the truth about myself. That's just the way it is. I cannot leave this earth not knowing what I truly am. So that's my history. That's my identity. That's why I say the person to the left and right of you, you, it doesn't matter race and skin tone, bro. What matters is, is your freaking where your origins are. You, you as the individual, don't ever let no fucker out here change that shit. Okay. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and finish up and we're going to play the video. I know you guys want to listen to it some more. And uh, I'll tell you one thing, man. Uh, I got done talking to the guy. He didn't really know his genealogy. What made me sad was that he started talking about you know, Spaniards and calls. I get that, bro. But not every fucking person here is going to have Spaniard blood, bro. It's the truth. Not every person here is going to have Spaniard blood. You got to forget that this was once a, a, a Muslim country as well. That is another thing. So origins can go back to there. You got to understand as well that the Chinese occupied this place as well. So there could be Chinese ancestry as well. Bro, your ancestry could be all over the place. You don't even know. I, I found out the same thing for myself. My ancestry is all over the place. The main three is Ireland, the UK, and the US. Those are my biggest ones. Smallest one, Canada. Got one from Canada, Switzerland, random ass places. But those I don't count as much because that's only one or two family members in the tree. I count the three main ones. And the three main ones that have lined up on every generation was Ireland, UK, and the US. So of course he comes at me with the Spaniard thing. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, you don't know your genealogy, good to go. And one thing he told me once he gave me a haircut, he was like, uh, yeah, you had the curly uh, texture or whatever. 
And he was like, uh, one thing he inside was something very ignorant. And that I didn't appreciate, right? That just shows the lack of uh, people being educated in terms of genealogy and in terms of races of people, right? This is, this is the problem today. This is what eugenics does to, to, to countries, man. And this is a massive problem today, as I, as I told you guys. So guy implies that uh, we and uh, uh, Africans have the same hair textures. As you could tell from this video, you, I don't know if you heard it now or you will hear it. Many of those black men had either straight hair, curly hair, or the texture that we're talking about here in this conversation. So where do we come off that we all have the same texture? I said, one, we're not related. I did correct him on this. You need to correct anybody who speaks on your genealogy like it's not big. It is a big fucking deal because that is your ancestors and they're disrespecting your ancestors, bro. It may not be a big thing to you, but it's a big thing to me. That's because people don't give a shit where they're from no more. They don't care where they're from no more. They don't care about their pride with their history. Nothing. It's like I'm the only one out here that takes pride in knowing who I am. I'm proud. I'm grateful. I'm even planning on getting tattoos of my genealogy. And I dare a motherfucker to say something about me. <laughs> I know my history. You can't tell me nothing. I don't listen to the, the elite's history. I listen to my history of what I found through deep research and through all the documents they were trying to destroy that they failed to do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it was ironic that I corrected this guy. I couldn't believe that's the first thing he said. I was like, okay, well, Africans and Americans are not the same. There are two different types of people. You black Europeans and Americans are not the same. They're two different types of people. You have the indigenous Americans, which live in the U.S. Researchers have debunked that slave narrative many times. Today, to this day, they're still talking about it, debunking this narrative. It is a theory. It does not exist. There is no facts, no manifest. Zero. So it doesn't exist. So the only thing that's over there is Aboriginal Americans, just like the Australians. Same shit. New Zealand. Aboriginals. Same ones they try to wipe out. Same in the U.S. So that is exactly what's over there. So them and the Africans have nothing in common. Jamaicans, those people in the West Indies, guess what? Part of the U.S., still part of the Americas, indigenous. Jamaicans did not come from nowhere else. They get taught that bullshit, that they came off a boat. That's some fucked up shit. This is what eugenics does to these people. This is what it does to our people. They may not be my people from nationality, but they definitely are part of my community. And that's why I call this stuff out, man. This is, a stuff, this is why you got to do critical thinking, man. This is not a time to be ignorant, man. This is not a time to be ignorant, my friends. So, yeah, you know, I had to correct the guy, man, and, and to let him know that that's not the case. I said, actually, there's many people in my community, not just from my country, but in other countries. They have different hair textures, bro, different hair textures, looks, facial structure. None of us look the fucking same, bro. That's like saying Koreans and Japanese and Filipinos look the same. People would look at me like I'm retarded, man, if I told somebody that. They'd be like, what are you talking about? None of us even look the same. Exactly. You would take offense to it. So don't ever do that to us. Learn to respect other races of people, man. At least you're going to open your mouth and say something stupid. At least, like, do some research first, you know? I do research before I say anything dumb, especially when I'm here, because I know, like, people are pretty sensitive about those types of topics, man. So you got to be careful what you say in these other countries. You got to really do your research first. And I'm talking about deep research, not the shit they're peddling in school. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, let's go ahead and go into this video. Uh, that's just one of the examples of misclassification, misnomers. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's shit like this. You get what I'm saying? So let's go ahead and keep going. We're going to go ahead and uh, 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 play this video, and we're going to let it keep going, man. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a long podcast. Grab a menagerie. Maybe you want to grab a beer, some food. Let's go ahead and keep it going. All right, so let's move on to my next piece of evidence. And before I get to it, I just want you to realize that 
The few examples I'm giving you speaks to a much larger population of black men. These are just a few of the military deserters. Of course, I could not list them all. There were hundreds. But what this does reveal, as in any country's military, the number that honorably served is a thousand times greater. Lastly, on this point, I found hundreds of pale and fair complexion deserters as well, although they are not what I'm emphasizing or focusing on in this video. All right, so let's get to my third piece of evidence, and this comes from the London Gazette dated March 17th in the year 1706, page two. All right, and it goes on to read, deserted in London, the 12th instant from Captain Thomas. It looks like Hecker of the regiment of foot commanded by the Honorable Colonel Francis Godfrey. Richard Baxardall, born in Croston in, what is that, Lanshire, a lusty black man, blank hair, six foot high, his clothes very dark gray, aged 25 years. And then we have Richard Chaddock, a black man, five foot seven inches high, his hair curled, born in Ransford in Lanshire, his clothes the same as Baxendall's, aged 30 years. Deserted likewise from the said captain from Wigan in Lanshire about the 26th of February last. Next we have William Day, born in Strandeth, maybe? You know, I'm just going to leave it there because the rest of the article does not pertain to what I, I'm trying to point out to you, so... All right, so let's take a deeper look at this article. Again, these two men, these two soldiers have uh, deserted their uh, regiment. All right, so the first one there, Richard Baxendall, was born in Croston and Lanshire. And again, they called him a lusty black man with lank hair. So not curly hair, but lank hair. And this is obvious, no, not all black men have uh, curly hair. And just for your information, uh, Lancashire is in um, Northwest England. All right, so let's move on to the second soldier, and that's Richard Chaddock. And again, they list him as a black man, and he has curled hair. And he was born in Ransford in Lancashire County. So generally the same area. And again, I'm gonna point out the obvious here. Uh, both men, First one, a lusty black man. Second one, a black man. So come on, there's no ambiguity there. And again, you know, realize that in this article, it would say if these people were, these men were unusual, uh, unusual to have black men in England and the military uh, born in these counties. It doesn't say any of that because it wasn't uncommon. It was normal. All right, so we're gonna move on to our next source. And that is coming from the London Gazette, dated July 19th, 1694, page one. All right, so it goes on to read, John Greenwood, Marine, born in Yorkshire, lived lately at Wisbeck and Kingsland, a tall, lean black man, ruddy complexion, aged about 26, short black periwig, cinnamon-colored jacket with small golden buttons and red plush breeches striped with black and mixed colored stockings broke out of the great yarmouth goal in which he was committed for high treason whoever secures him and gives notice to the jailer of great yarmouth shall have ten guineas reward 
Alright, so let's dissect this very quickly here. As the article says, John Greenwood was a Marine. He's described as being a tall, lean black man with a ruddy complexion. So we talked about what ruddy looked like. It's like a light brown with a red undertone to it. And the article also says that he broke out of the great um, Yarmouth Gold, which was um, one of the oldest, right now is one of the oldest jails in the UK. And apparently he committed high treason. So yeah, he's in a little bit of trouble. However, the main point again of this article and all these articles is this man is a black man and it says that he's a black man. All right, so we're moving on to our fifth source here. And this comes from the Dublin Journal dated July 28th in the year 1733. And this is from page two. All right, this one goes on to read, deserted the 14th instant from his quarters at Charles Fort, Robert Havington of the Honorable Brigadier Molly's Regiment of Foot and in Captain Pepper's company, lively, comely black man with short black hair, full limbed and about six foot, one inch high was bred a comber, but of late has followed beaking. He is very well known in Dublin for making fine cakes for tea and lived at the sign of the Peel in Capel Street, where his wife continues still. Whoever secures the said deserter and gives notice to the commanding officer at Charles Fort or to Captain Johnston, agent in Dublin, shall receive 40 shilling reward. Okay, so looking at this article really quick, uh, Robert Havington is a deserter and he is listed as a lively, comely black man with short black hair. And it also talks about his wife and that he is well known in Dublin, Ireland, of course, for making fine cakes for tea. All right, so let's move on to this next black man. And this source comes from the um, Daily Advisor dated October 21st in the year 1748 from page two. Unfortunately, some of these articles are a little difficult to read just because they're so old and just the way that they were scanned. All right, so this article goes on to read, Samuel Davies was born in Wrexham, served his apprenticeship in Liverpool, well known at Tame in Oxfordshire, and kept a butcher shop for some years in German Street, St. James. So let me answer that. What type of fucking immigrant or slave? Think about this, Tom. If that was the case for them during this time, man, they wouldn't be owning butcher shops in the UK. They would not be owning butcher shops or of high regard in Dublin, Ireland. This is the point I'm trying to make to you freaking people, man. That we of color have been around many of these countries prior to the colonization of the white settlers it's the truth so at the end of the day you're starting to see that these people lived amongst the white irish right they even have a book this guy is a white irish researcher guy knows the old tongue language and everything and the guy even admits in his book that men of a darker complexion these guys were freaking warriors at the time they had battled the irish and the scottish at the time and he admits that they had already been there he admits it, that they have already been there. This is an old-time book that was written many, many decades ago. And it is admitted within the history of Ireland that these people had already been there. Scottish, same thing. English, same thing. You know, the only difference is, is they try to push the eugenics narrative still. You know how they do that? They say they're mixed with Iberians. 
That's how they do it. You know why they do that? Because they don't want to say they're indigenous to Ireland. They won't do that. Think about the research. How, think about how much money he's getting to fund this all this research. He's going to have to change one caveat, right? He can't expose too much of the truth. So the book is a really good resource on our men of color in Ireland and how they were already there before the white people came over and decided to take it over. And then, of course, why you watch the history, change the pictures, the paintings, many different things. Italy, all of those countries, man, they were of darker complexion, man. Literally, it literally only recently, I would say, within the past 100 and 120 years, that many of these people became of lighter complexion and or were wiped out, right? If they were wiped out, it was because of wars, many different things that went on at a time, plague, it could have been anything. But at that time, you notice that these two groups of people lived amongst each other. Many other races probably included. Chinese come over, or Chinese uh, live in Ireland. They'll say they immigrated from China. That's bullshit. Them motherfuckers have been there, man. They have been there for decades. Decades before. I guarantee you if I go look in those articles as well, I'll find that many of them were of Chinese origin. And they had already been in Ireland. They have been there probably as long as we, probably not as long as we have, but they've been around for a long time. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of deception in history. You guys need to be aware of this. I don't think I need to play anything else. If you want to finish the rest of this video, you can go ahead and just hit Straight Up's channel. You can play the rest of his documentaries. They're absolutely phenomenal. I, I really am grateful for finding his information because I've been, I've been digging into my Irish ancestry and my English ancestry. And I wanted to really find, you know, is there any form of documentation that can shut a lot of the people up in my circles? And this is the information that will. Not only this, but three or four other videos he has on Irish, Scottish, and English ancestry for men of color. So there's many things that are historically covered at the end of the day. So I'm telling you, man, this is why you do your genealogy. This is a good lesson to you guys on why you do your genealogy and why you don't listen to these indoctrinations, these freaking uh, uh, schools, the bullshit they're teaching, world history. All that shit is garbage. It's eugenics that they're pushing to push the narrative for the white men to be at top and for the rest of you guys to be scatterbrained and knowing your own history. You think these people won't get off to that type of stuff? Absolutely. Anytime you guys are in chaos or destruction, that is where they want you to be. The elites, that's where they want you to be. It's not even just about the money and all of the other stuff going to war. It's not about that stuff right now. This is your identity that I'm talking about. So let's put all that to the side for one second. I've been talking about that stuff for a long time. This now is about your identity. You need to know your origins. We're not talking about, oh, the theory of where we came from originally. Everyone has been saying that. I, that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about your origin. You individually. Not everybody as a whole. You. And you don't know, do you? Okay, then. Maybe you should start. You should start. The first way you start, sign up for Ancestry.com. That's exactly how you do it. And don't do a DNA test. And what you should do is, is take a note on all of the family members you currently know and add them to the tree. That's the truth. I get no promotion for this. This shit is what I did on my own. And that, I did it a couple of times to think if it was bullshit or not. It's not bullshit. That is straight documentation. Remember, they've had our documents. Dean Calloway does a great breakdown. That's why I say, if you want to prove genealogy wrong, you better have some goddamn research to back that shit up, man. If you don't, it's already over for you because it proves nothing. You're just speaking words. You're acting like you're speaking truth with no proof. If you speak truth, you better have proof. You better have a video somewhere or some paperwork or some research that says that that's exactly what happened. With genealogy. And you know what the crazy part is? Eugenics turned into genealogy. That's how they were able to come up with DNA tests. To again, push the narrative that we come from the continent. That's how they do it. 
You didn't know they changed eugenics to genealogy. They definitely did. They changed it from eugenics to genetics, then from to genetics, basically genealogy. This is how it is. That is where the deception comes in. People got it twisted. They think it goes into paper trail. No, man, you can't manipulate paper trail. The only thing you can manipulate on the paper trail is the ethnicity. That's really the only thing you can change. You can't change the name, the birth date, the social security number. You can't change that stuff. That stuff is permanently embedded within your paperwork, man. Even when you're dead and gone, someone's going to be able to find you. Unless they burn all the paperwork, which these days it's kind of hard to do that when you got it all in a digital sector. And even if it's in digital, they have it paper and digital. So at the end of the day, they're going to have your documents. There's going to be some form of copy somewhere. So at the end of the day, man, you should not knock genealogy. You should do your research. This is what I'm talking about. I found out a lot of stuff about myself. I'm very you know, grateful to know my history. You know, I plan on getting a couple tattoos. I plan on getting an indigenous tattoo as well. Some Irish tattoos. You know, obviously uh, something from the UK. And those are tattoos that are going to be for me and explain my history, my genealogy. You know, and I would love to connect and get to know those ancestors, kind of what they did for a living, just stuff like that. Because you can find it if you do a little bit more research. You know, that's something I have to do on my off time. But um, I'm, I'm very grateful for my ancestry. I'm grateful to just know myself. I think that's something my ancestors have been requesting for a very long time is to, to expose the truth, man. And this guy's channel, I got, I got led to Dane Calloway, this guy's channel, um, just, you know, other research. And these are documents, legitimate documents. This isn't it just talking on my ass? Oh, it's all deception. Bro, not everything in life is deception. You can't say 100% of life is deception. Then why are we here? Why are we living? There's going to be some things that are just not deception. The system, yes, may be deception. But how do you think they obtained those documents from thin air? You think they created it from thin air? Bro, the Mormons had a lot of our men, our men of color, especially. They had a lot of our documents in the U.S. as uh, indigenous Americans, aborigines. You don't believe me? Go listen to Malcolm X, all of these people who speak the truth about us. Plymouth Rock, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. He'll say that. Go listen to his speech. Listen to Martin Luther King. He talks about the same thing. All of these other men of color that talk about this stuff. So don't be deceived. And note that the Mormons, I didn't know this, but they even admit it. The Mormons have our documents. Why the hell do they have our freaking ancestral documents for genealogy? Why do they have our documents? Why do they have our ancestors' documents? What is the reason for them to have them? They don't have any other people of color, but the Mormons have ours. Why? What's the reason? Exactly. Those are the types of questions you should be critically thinking about in these times. That's why I say genealogy is important. You should do it now because in the future, they may eliminate this stuff. Right now, they're giving you a freebie to actually go and figure stuff out. And there's a reason for that. It's because they already know sooner or later, they're going to get rid of it. That's literally the truth. Sooner or later, they're going to get rid of it. So the choice is yours, man. Do your research, you know. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'm hitting 50 minutes. Kind of sweaty. I got out of the gym, so I kind of want to go hit the showers and, you know, relax a bit. I get something to eat. Got to do a water run. So uh, I will talk to you guys later, man. I really enjoy these conversations, man. You know, I'm very passionate. I apologize for that as well. I'm just so fucking passionate about genealogy. You know, especially about men of color. It's like it's something to take pride of because now I feel like these people are going to listen to this and they're going to do their own fucking research and they're going to find things about about themselves they never knew. And I think that's an amazing thing. I feel like I'm doing something. I'm making some type of change out here, man. You know, especially with our people, man. I think that's the best thing. I can't even say 100 percent of my people. I'm like half, you know, at least with anything American. I'm like half of that shit now. So half American, half European. That's pretty much how I am now. So it is what it is. But, you know, I take pride in being from the U.S., you know, 
basically based on me being born there. In terms of my tree, different story, you know? That's uh, European, American. Don't like it? Fuck off. Don't care. I know my history now. And that's what, I think that's the biggest blessing is when I travel in this world, nobody can tell me what I am. That's the truth. I pull up the tree, I throw it in their face, and they shut up. It's the best feeling in the world. So, yeah, man, besides that, hopefully you guys enjoy this podcast. Coming at you guys from the Philippines. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and enjoy my evening. Take care of yourselves out here. If you can't stay locked in, stay in. Peace out, guys. Take care of yourselves out there. If you guys have any uh, comments, questions, concerns, you can email me as in king, as in kangaroo, see as in charlie.pier at gmail.com. Um, enjoy your weekend. Stay out of trouble. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next one, man. Take care of yourselves.